Oh, hey. Hey, Tyler. What's, oh, what's, hey, what's up? What's, uh, oh, okay. What's with the octopus? Oh, uh, well, you know, we were talking about anime on this episode. Mm-hmm. We were going, so I, I figured I'd just get into the spirit, you know. Uh, kind of slippery. Kinda, oh, ooh, please. Oh, wow. That, that does, wow. Okay. Please tell me you're, uh, not thinking of, of hentai. Yeah, that's, it's, it's the same, they're one of the same, right? Like, it, no, yeah, very, animes. very oh. different different things i mean same animation style right. but i mean there are extreme differences no anime is it's the tentacle porn right so you think in japan they broadcast like on cable tv for kids like tentacle porn right yeah it, it's a different culture tie you know different strokes for different folks we're like different folks doing different strokes am i right because because the the porn, right? Yeah, yeah. Just like porn. <laughs> it's like it's, it's tentacles. Yeah, but I'm uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take this octopus into the other room. Yeah, please don't do that in front of me. <laughs> That's too long, man. That's too long. <laughs> That's what she said. Hello, and welcome to the TNT Podcast, the show where we talk about anything, and I mean anything, except the thing you're thinking of, but I like your style. We'll also be doing whatever the hell else we feel like, because it's our show. We do what we want. <laughs> I'm Tyler. And I'm Ty. Is that like uh, fucking the dude from Lord of the Rings? My precious, what's it? What's what's his name? Smeagol. Smeagol, or what? Gollum. Gollum, yeah. Smeagol was before he got became, all crazy. Yeah, yeah. Gollum's like his the. Well, he talks to himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is yeah. that what you were going I, for? No, actually, I was. It was a really shitty impression. I was trying to do Ryuk. Oh, I see what it you're doing. It wasn't that good. I, I, I mean, I was just, it, just it's kind fine. Of I kind of understand what you were going for. Ryuk's from an anime called Death Note, an excellent anime called Death Note. Very excellent. So I've been trying to get into anime shows, and I've been trying to get Ty into anime shows. Ty was pretty stubborn. Yeah, a which little is bit. nothing new. <laughs> a shocker. Ty was stubborn. <laughs> um, but I think for... Both of us, really. The only anime we ever watched, even casually, was the Pokemon anime. Mm-hmm. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Pokemon. <laughs> How good was the original run of the Pokemon anime, It was though? so great. See, I don't even think about it as being anime. Me like, neither. It, it definitely is. Oh, it absolutely is. But I just, it was just a cartoon when I grew up. It was just, I didn't think about it being different. Yeah, I didn't think of it as a Japanese cartoon just because I loved Pokemon, and Pokemon had become very Americanized at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and so uh, yeah, it was just the show that was based off like my favorite game yeah. and cards and all that. Pokemon was so huge in oh, like, my God. the nineties; it was the biggest thing. I watched Digimon too, and that was also mm-hmm. anime. And I think I watched a little bit of Yu Gi Oh, but not as yeah, much. Yeah, I did too. I was into the cards big time when they first came out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other than, like, those were the very, like, I don't know, childish is kind of a negative term, but you know what I mean. They're four kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> four kids. That was the company that made the Pokemon anime. Was it? Yeah, it was the number four in kids. Mm. So anyway. Uh, was it just four kids <clears throat> who made it? The Pokemon anime? Yeah. Uh, they were in charge of the, They were just like, four American. children? <laughs> yeah, it was just four kids. Yeah, four children got together and made the anime. <laughs> Pretty talented kids. I know, right? Good for them. But um, 
What was I saying? Yeah, at any rate, yeah, Four Kids was the company that made the American version of, mm. like, they were in charge of, like, dubbing it and stuff, I think. Okay. But at any rate, um, I watched Death Note a while back on Netflix when I was trying to get myself into um, different animes and stuff. And it originally came out in 2006. I yeah, think it's a pretty old one. So. Um, and then I've been watching a few more recently, but I convinced Ty to watch Death Note, and your take on it was... Uh, I loved it. So good. Yeah. I yeah, I had no experience with anime, like we were saying before, and I had seen the Death Note movie mm. on Netflix, and not having any reference to the, the anime, I thought it was just fine. I thought it was a decent movie. Hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want to watch it again now with the context that uh, having seen all the cartoons, but I mean, uh, what's his face? I can't think of his the name. The main now. character? No. the The actor who plays Oh Willem Dafoe. Yeah, love him. Willem but, Dafoe. Uh, yeah, that was that was a good part of that movie. But yeah, to me, that's the only thing that makes it half watchable because mm-hmm. he's a perfect choice for a live action Ryuk. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, there's this, they call them like death gods. So they are basically, Shinigami. Yeah. There's Shinigami, which I think is literally translates to death God in mm-hmm. Japanese or God of death. Um, and so they, there's a bunch of these weird looking creatures that are Shinigamis in the show. And Ryuk is the main one that you follow because he attaches himself to the main character of the show. And he looks like this weird, kind of almost vampiric demon type guy. He's very hard to describe. You just just look him up. Just, he's always R- got the same expression on his face. Yeah, just like a big grin. And like his face doesn't move when he talks. It's like this whole thing. But anyway, uh, just look up Ryuk, R-Y-U-K. You'll know what I'm talking about. And tell me that it doesn't look like Willem Dafoe. It does. He's <laughs> the perfect, perfect character to, or perfect actor to play the voice for the live action. Right. But the... Just the whole plot style and everything, like Netflix really, I don't know, took too much liberty with making their own thing, I think. Right. And like I said this to you, too. If that movie existed on its own without the anime, it'd be a fine movie. Yeah, I think that's why I enjoyed it the first time around. But just knowing what it could have been and what it should have been ruins it. Yeah. So, yeah, like I had no interest in anime at all. And I don't know, you were describing it and you apparently made it sound good enough that made me want to at least give it a try and from like the first episode i was hooked and it just got better and better and better and i feel like that's a pretty good one to introduce people who aren't fans of anime that just like a good story because some animes focus on like the heavy action fights and the Mm -hmm. the -the over-the-top kind of anime style shit there Whereas, is very, almost no fighting. Right. In, this focus is very much on story. Yeah. So much so to the point where it's like 90% exposition. It really is. With like the character's internal monologue describing things. And I'm like, wait, what did they just say? <laughs> yeah. And it's so complex too because the two main characters, Light and L, are like super, Brilliant. super geniuses. Yeah. And so in the storyline, if you don't know, so you can kind of understand what we're talking about. Light is the main character, and he comes across what is called the Death Note, hence the name of the show, which is just a notebook, and if you write someone's name in it, that person dies within 24 hours. You, There's a whole bunch of different rules. Yeah, like, though, if you don't write how, it'll just be like a heart attack, but you can define how they die down to the moment. 
Yeah. And it'll happen. The rules are so oddly specific that it's weird. It's like, if you write down a cause, then you have, what is it, six minutes and 40 seconds to write, to like explain. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's very like, specific. Yeah. And that was another cool part about the show is in between what would have been commercials, mm-hmm. it like would show a screen yeah. and explain like a rule of the yeah, book. Yeah, each time. Um, so anyway, Light has the notebook and he finds out that it actually works and all this stuff. So he kind of gets this crazy God complex where he thinks like he can do everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And so L is the detective or he's working with the police force to try to track him down. Mm-hmm. He's very mysterious at the yeah. beginning. Like you don't know, you know who he actually is. Nothing about him. You. He's just a literal L on a screen, computer screen. Yeah, you don't even voice. see his face for a long time. Yeah. But uh, it's almost kind of reminds me of like the anonymous type videos. You mm-hmm. know how they like, yeah, are very secretive and shit. But so Light's a really smart dude, and he's trying to obviously get away with killing people, and he's going after bad people he's kind of doing justice in his mind mm-hmm. i think we should specify that he can see ryuk because anyone who touches a death note can see like mm-hmm. the, the shinigami who's right. associated with that one but ryuk can't really interfere with what light's doing right yeah it's this interesting kind of dynamic just, between them yeah he just goes along with it he, like he's not there to help he's not there to hinder he's just there, there to kind of watch there until he loses the notebook and then it's his notebook again. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he did it in the beginning cause he was bored. Right. And he just <laughs> wanted something to do. So he, <laughs> yeah, Ryu, he was just like, Ugh, I'm bored. I'm going to drop my notebook into the mortal world and see yeah. what happens. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny. Like the death God, like world. Yeah. And they just like sit around and do nothing. Cause yeah. they're super bored. They're just like playing cards or whatever. Yeah. Like these just doing nothing. These, literal gods just up there like <laughs> dicking around <laughs> uh, it's like they said they didn't even like the existence of the death note was even lost on them like they didn't they don't even know where it came from mm-hmm. it's just <laughs> it just lost exists. the time yeah but yeah so anyway they're the the super geniuses one's trying to get away with it and the other one's trying to catch him mm-hmm. and so yeah they speak aloud well not aloud but to us yeah their plans on oh if i do this i think he'll do this and if i do this then he might do this yeah but is he expecting me to do this and then think i'll think this but if i think this then he's gonna think that right but if i if i yeah if i don't do this he'll know that i didn't do that yeah (laughs) it's like this whole back and forth thing where it's like this chess match or tennis match there's an episode where they play tennis for no reason it's literally back and forth in their head they're like (laughs) Do I go for the win? If I go for the win, he's going to be expecting that. But if I don't go for the win, will he be thinking that I'm just not going for the win so I don't look like I'm <laughs> right? <laughs> and they both plan it out like that. And uh, it's so random because that's the only time that tennis is ever mentioned yeah. in the show. And they're, and they're both super they're good both at it. really good at tennis for no reason at all. Which we were not given any information on up no. until now. No, they just for no reason, showed up at a tennis court and challenged each other to a match. And <laughs> oh, it's like, hey, we're both professional tennis players. Like, so good. Yeah. <laughs> for funny. no reason. Light wins in the end. Yeah. Yeah, because he couldn't, he couldn't give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how great is L? Oh, my God. So You told me before 
before I started watching it, you're like, there's this character. He's my favorite character. His name's L, and he's so weird. He sit when he sits down, he doesn't sit down like actually on his butt. He like squats down like mm-hmm. on like on his feet. Yeah, like like a catcher would do. Like yeah, kind of like that, except. It's it's so awkward, and he holds everything from the top. Oh my god, he holds it with <laughs> it's just two fingers. Yeah, so like when you hold your phone, you kind of grip it from like the back and the bottom, and you hold it to your ear. Mm-hmm. He takes his two fingers <laughs> and grabs his, it from the top edges. His index and, finger and his thumb, and, yeah, and, and just holds, holds it, it to his <laughs> ear. <laughs> really loose, like. Yep. There's this picture screenshot I sent uh-huh. to you, and it was. It, <laughs> I had to pause it and take a picture because it was the most funny thing. He's sitting there, squatted on the couch, holding an ice cream cone from the bottom with just his two fingers. Yeah, he's not gripping it like with all his fingers like he, a normal person holds an yeah. ice cream cone. He's taking his index finger and his thumb and holding the very <laughs> bottom of the ice cream cone. <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever. And he loves sweets so much. He's oh always eating God. some kind of sugary yeah. something. Yeah. He's <laughs> always like stuffing his face full of stuff. And he, He's always like playing with things yeah like stacking uh like coffee creamer yeah things like <laughs> and he's got this low monotone voice where he talks like this all the time mm, yes yeah so i i guess you're right about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh he's, he's just the greatest he's the best character of all time and spoiler alert mm. fif- 15 years later so right yes yeah, so if you haven't watched Death Note, it's been out since 2006. It's your own fault. And well, Spo- Spoiler alert. Fa- yeah, spoiler alert. He Fast dies. forward eventually. Well, too late. He dies. <laughs> and it's the worst moment of my life. It was so bad. I, I'm not over it. I'm still not over my it. My mouth was hanging. I, I saw it, what, like five, three days ago mm-hmm. or so? And yeah, I'm still not over it. I'm, I'm not over I watched it over a year ago. <laughs> I, am, I am still reeling. My mouth was just sitting there gaped open like for like the last three minutes. Yep. I was like, what just happened? Because you, you were texting me like, you're like, something big's going to happen. I'm yeah. not going to tell you what, but something big and you'll know what I'm talking about. I'm like, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm about. like, man, it's got to be something really crazy for me to know. Because like, at first it was when, because like he gave up his, his notebook. Mm-hmm. And after he gave it up, he lost all the memories of being Kira, which is what they call, Mm -hmm. which I assume is Japanese for killer. It's kind of like, it sounds like killer in English. That's why they used it. Um, So yeah, he gave it up and then he eventually got it back and regained all his memories. And I'm like, oh, maybe this is what he was talking about. You know, it's this huge thing because he's got both notebooks. Well, there were two notes. Yeah. Yeah. We've skipped over a lot, but... I mean, we're not trying to give we're a We're not giving s- away the whole thing. Yeah. But. He had a girlfriend at one point that also had a death note. Mm-hmm. And he managed to zig and zag his way into this crazy situation where he ended up with both. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe that's what he was talking about. And I texted you. I'm like, oh, shit, he got, got the notebook back. And then, and then it was like, like, oh, no. It was like that next episode. It was either that episode or the next episode. It happened pretty quick after he got yeah, both. Yeah, I'm like, no. Because was he able to get the Shinigami eyes? No, he never did. Okay. No, he never did. Speaking of that, there's a rule. (laughs) So much in... This show's so in-depth. It's so in-depth, and it's so so worth watching. There's a rule where you can get what they call the Shinigami eyes, where you... Okay, so we we forgot how to mention exactly how the book works. You have to put somebody's actual name in the book. Mm -hmm. So L was going by a pseudonym. His name wasn't L. 
So And you have to be thinking of their face. Right. You have to know what their face looks like, and you have to have their real name. So, like, it doesn't mix up people who have the same name. Sure. Yeah. Like, if if I put John Smith, well... Not <laughs> every, of those. <laughs> not every John Smith is going to die because that's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. But um, so if you have the Shinigami eyes, your their name will appear above their head, so you can see somebody's name and face right then and be able to kill them. But but is. you have to give up half of your remaining life, and you don't know how long that is. Mm-hmm. So like the death god knows when you're going to die. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's time is kind of set in stone in this universe. Yeah. So you could be fated to die in five years. So you give up half your life and now you only have two and a half. And they're not allowed to tell. Yeah. They the can't humans tell you. because the numbers aren't the same, like years and Shinigami's right. length of time isn't the same. So it's to avoid confusion. Mm-hmm. So if somebody was going to live another 50 years, they're only going to live 25 now. Yeah. But they have that power. And Misa does it twice. Misa does it twice. Yeah. She so she cuts her life by one fourth. Yeah. At the end, yeah. But she does it to help Light. The one and time doesn't by she? By half and then half again. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. So she has she doesn't a, have very long to live, probably. No, because even if she had, let's say, another fifty years, now she has twelve 20. and a half. If she had 50 originally, and then cut yeah, that in then 25, half. then 12 and a half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. And that's, that's assuming lot. she had 50. Yeah. What if she only had 20? Now she's got five years left. <laughs> <laughs> All because she was so infatuated she with him. She was life. so infatuated with him. Anyway, what was I talking about? I don't even I remember. Had to, I had to explain that the, the for eyes, a reason. Yeah. Um, oh, because I was asking if he had the eyes. No. Yeah, he didn't. So he, re- re- refresh my memory. How did he find out L's real name to kill him? Okay. Um, because so he was he, going by Ryuzaki, which still wasn't his real name. So he had written those fake rules in the book. Ah, oh, that's right. And uh, to test that, the one was um, if you don't kill every 13 days, then you die. Mm-hmm. And he was going to have light or L was going to have some person who was on death row test it by filling out a name and uh, see if they would die after not doing it for 13 days, which would have implicated Misa and Rem knew that. Yeah. So she used because she could see his real name, L's real name. So she put his name in. Oh, so she wow. was the one who killed him. Rem did? Mm-hmm. Wow, it's been a while since I watched it. And since she did that. And that's that, against the rules. You can't do that. she did that to protect Misa, then she died. Yeah, because she was in love with her. Mm-hmm. And that's against the rules, too. Yeah, if any Shinigami does something to interfere with the death of the person there of a, a mortal yeah yeah then they die that's yeah. the only way they can she die. was willing to do that mm-hmm. rem broke the rules a lot yeah she didn't give a fuck no nope. rem was the other shinigami the other death god yeah the that, one that was associated that you interacted with, with yeah that third one was really weird looking yeah what was its name it was, I don't it was remember. something silly yeah he he acted really silly. He was odd. He had like a high pitched voice. Yeah, didn't he? he acted like he was really nervous all the time. <laughs> he was super nervous. What? Whose was he? Um, one of the detectives. Was it? Um, which one was it? I know the bad guy. The one set of bad guys ended up having it. Yeah. Um. Mellow? Is that it? What was his name? 
Uh, shit, I don't remember. The other guy who was at the um, place with Nier. Was it Shido? Was that the one? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, he looks like a mummy. Yeah, and he's got like these teeth. Yeah. Barbed teeth. And he talks like super weird and he always acts (laughs) nervous. (laughs) Yeah, he was really funny. Dude, even if you don't like anime, like it's such a good show. I was almost like against anime. Like I refused to watch it because I, I don't know. But I, I gave this a chance, and like I tell you, I, like I'm, I'm more interested to try other ones. It got me into more. I've wanted to watch more since then. I think though, like I still would want to stick towards the darker mm-hmm. things. Like I don't know if it's considered horror or just dark anime, but like I still don't think I would care for like Dragon Ball Z or that sort sure. of thing. That's fair. I'm kind of the same way. I like horror anime. I like dark stories and like blood and all that shit, mm-hmm. and that. That's what got me into what I'm watching now. I'm watching Tokyo Ghoul, mm-hmm. which is a very dark and gory uh, anime, and it's so good. I want to watch it. Yeah, I uh, Death Note really isn't all that gory. No the the story is obviously very dark. Yeah, but, but you yeah, don't see a there's lot. There's not of a lot of blood and guts and shit for all the killing. Most of it is heart attacks. Yeah, most of it's heart attacks, and even some of the more gruesome deaths that occur, like uh, some of it's implied. Mm-hmm. And then they do show some pretty graphic deaths, but it's few and far between. Yeah, it's really not that much. Yeah, I wouldn't describe it as a bloody anime by any means, but it is dark. I guessed the end. You well, did. I, I but generically it, guessed the end. But I mean, it's it was hard for it to go either any other way. Yeah. So, Light succeeded in getting L killed. Yeah. And after that, like... L was the one that was trying to f- figure him out and was close to solving it. Mm-hmm. And with him gone, Light pretty much became a god. Mm-hmm. He could do whatever the fuck he wanted and nobody was going to fucking stop him. And then they flash forward like 12 years, I think. Something like that. Yeah. And there's a new L. And his, his name was Nier. Mm-hmm. And he went to like the same, he was at like the same orphanage that L mm-hmm. was at. Mm-hmm. It was, they actually had a shared backstory. Yeah. And he's a super genius as well, and he's kind of quirky in the way that L was, but he's a little different. I almost thought they were brothers. By I the thought way, they were too. They looked similar and were both quirky. Yeah, but and I think me and Ty kind of had a consensus on this. Nier isn't a bad character at all, and he's super smart, and he's probably the best fit to try to be the new L. But we were so bitter over L dying that we're yeah. like how dare he try to yeah. take his shoes yeah like, he was he was hit, fill his st- shoes that he doesn't wear yeah like that's that's the one part that gets me about the whole thing because in the end and ends up near ends up you know getting the best of light mm-hmm. and I don't like that he was able to do that but L wasn't yeah I'm like L was way smarter L was way better than you mm-hmm. and he died and you succeeded yeah and I was bitter because of that. yeah exactly that's one reason I didn't like the ending and um, I was talking talking to Ty about this. The internet kind of has the same consensus that I did. After Elle's death, the show just took a complete different turn. The writing didn't seem as good as it was before. And I'm not saying the show sucked by any means. It just felt different. Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't not like it. I thought it was still good, but yeah, it just wasn't as good. It was insane though. At the very end, when they finally painted light into a box Mm -hmm. and he knew he was going to lose, but he couldn't admit that to himself or anybody else. He kept like Mm -hmm. laughing at him Mm -hmm. and saying like, Oh, I'm going to kill you all and all this shit. Like he tried to like 
get the little paper out of his watch to try and write some names down. But wasn't it like it wasn't actually a piece of the death? No, note it or was. Like but that? they just the uh, the one guy I can't remember the police, the one part of the police force. Um, what was his name? He was Mises' manager for a little bit. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. He started. Sh- he shot him. Yeah, and then didn't he like crawl away towards the end? Yeah, he crawled away and started like running, and Ryuk was like, "I'm not going to let them capture you and put you in jail because then who knows when you might die." Yeah. So and he wanted to be free of him. Yeah. So he put his name down because oh. he said he told him at the beginning that. Did he say all Shinigami end up putting the, the, human's name in their own notebook? Yeah. Or he said he he told him at the beginning that he would be the one to put his name down. Yeah. And he was right. Yeah. It was it was nuts because Light was so calm, cool, and collected throughout the whole show mm-hmm. and was always in control. Yeah. And as soon as he lost control of the situation, his mind fractured. Yeah. And he went insane. When he thought he had won towards the end and he was going, oh, I got him. You know, it's, I did all this and this and this and they're waiting for everyone to die. I'm like, and nothing no, happened. there's no way that this is going to yeah, end. He, he thought they being, were all going to drop dead. He's and being way too cocky here for him to actually get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Nier had everything planned out. He yeah. knew exactly what was going to happen. It was nuts. I liked the very last image that you see because didn't don't they say didn't he explain early on that like his name light or like something about the symbol for his name is actually like moon or Mm -hmm. something like that yeah the kanji the way japan does names in their kanjis is kind of weird so the the kanji symbol for moon can also mean light Mm. so when light writes a kanji that's his name it's technically moon Mm. But it means light in that sense that okay. it's his name. So because the last thing they show before they cut to the credits is they they show up the moon. Yeah, I thought that was kind yeah. of a little unique. That nod. was definitely a nod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. It was so incredible. Definitely a, an absolute ten out of ten. Yeah, for me too. Um, yeah, and like I said, even if you're not into cartoons or anime or anything like that, I recommend it because the story is just so unique. So great. I'm watching Tokyo Ghoul now. Yeah, I, I, want, I want to start that. I, I don't know if I'll get to it right away, but I do want to start it. I told you a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. Without going too in-depth on this one, because I haven't quite finished it yet either. And you don't want to give anything away to me. Right. So I'll be vague enough to give you and people an idea of what it is without uh, spoiling anything. Ooh. That was a good one. That made up for the last couple that weren't that great. Yeah, the last ones were shitty. <laughs> so it takes place in Tokyo and there's ghouls. Oh, so that's why they call it that. That's why they call it that. <laughs> I have to be I'm Superman be 4. The quest for peace. Oh, that's why they call it that. <laughs> um, so, yes, it takes place in Tokyo and there's these things called ghouls, which they're sort of like vampires in that they have to feed off of humans to survive. But they are like way more powerful than your you know your vampire mm-hmm. like your classic vampire they have these things that are called kagune and all uh ghouls have them and there's these weird appendages that'll come out of some part of their body and usually they're like sharp or whatever and they can like use them to kill or whatever like one of them the main characters his sprouts out of his back and it reminds me of dr octopus from (laughs) spider-man like it's like four red tentacles but he like uses them to kind of walk around and stuff and so 
there's the ghouls and they have to feed off of people. And then there's a group called the CCG, which is kind of like, like the CIA or FBI, but their main goal is to try to handle ghouls mm. because it's out in the open. It's not like this weird thing where like ghouls are a myth or something yeah. like everybody knows they exist. Mm-hmm. And so the CCG is what tries to keep them under control and kind of like kill off the ghouls. And so there's this kind of back and forth between them and the main character is attacked by a ghoul early on and to save his life. Well, what happens is the ghoul that's attacking him ends up getting crushed during the attack and dies. Mm -hmm. And to save his life, they transmit her organs into him Mm. and he becomes half human, half ghoul because of that. Mm. And so he can't eat human food. He still has his human mind and emotions, but he has to feed off of people now to stay alive. And so it's this whole thing where he's trying to cope with that and try to live his human life along with his ghoul life. And it's just, it's super good. That's crazy. Yeah. It sounds really good. How come we don't have shows like that in America? Because our writing's sloppy. Like we have, (laughs) all of our cartoons are funny. Yeah. Like Like we thrive on adult comedy cartoons. Right. Or kids cartoons. Yeah, that's basically the cart, American cartoons are kid shows or like like kind of gross adult comedy. Yeah. Like, can you think of an American cartoon that takes itself seriously? I mean, there is that one on Netflix that... Castlevania that's um it's considered American anime. Yeah, it's but it it's the anime style yeah, too. Yeah, so they're so, taking after it. So but yeah, not like not mainstream. No. Yeah, I can't think of a straight up not just American like show. On TV, no. Yeah. I'm having a hard time thinking of anything. G.I. Joe, maybe? <laughs> but still that's a kid. Yeah, a exactly. Kid it's four kids. Yeah, I don't know. No, I can't think of any I'm, adult dark cartoon that some might some might exist i'm sure maybe something exists but off the top of my head i can't come up with anything Mm-mm. and yeah that's i guess it's just a japanese thing like uh they consider animation not to be necessarily childlike because mm-hmm. in america when you think oh i'm gonna watch some cartoons you think of it as like childlike you yeah know? cartoons are for kids even though Adult Swim cartoons are very much not for kids. It didn't... I don't think adult cartoons were a thing for a while. You know, like, they were always kind of aimed at a younger audience until shows like South Park and Family Guy started to become more mainstream. The Simpsons Simpsons was probably one of the earlier ones that was aimed towards an older audience. South Park was the first one that made it dirty. Yeah. Like, very much adult. Right. The Simpsons Simpsons is still for kids. is a, it's for, for adults part. but it's not like as it's, vulgar it's not raunchy yeah it's not vulgar and raunchy like your south park and your family yeah. guys and south stuff. park took it to, to the next 10, level like yeah right they, cr- away. they cranked it up to 11 and ripped the knob off yeah <laughs> so when i started watching tokyo ghoul we've talked about it on the show before how i want to learn japanese so there was an option on hulu to watch it in the dubbed version, which is when they re-record the lines in English, or the subtitled version, where it's the Japanese audio with American su- or English subtitles. American in America, we speak American. <laughs> but um, and since I would like to learn Japanese, and I'm trying to learn it, I started watching the subtitled version so I could hear the Japanese while I was watching it. 
And I soon realized that some of the bloodier parts and the gorier parts were censored. And anime censors it in this weird way where it's like this kind of foggy black bar that goes across the censor. <laughs> the, the, it's very uh, odd. It is. It's super weird. And so um, I was like, well, this is dumb. And I Googled it and it was like, yeah, if you want to watch the uncensored, basically you have to have the box set. And I was like, well, that's stupid. And I was actually considering buying the box set. But then a friend at work said... You know, I have the box set if you want to borrow it. And so I did. And so I was talking to you about the show and I was going to see if my friend was okay with letting you borrow the disc. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to double check and watch the dubbed version because that's what the DVDs were. It was the English. You dropped your phone. Is it okay? I'm sure it is. It's got a case. I'm just survey being so disruptive. Survey says? It's fine. Nice. And people say iPhones are so fragile. <laughs> anyway, aww, his background says kitty cat rowdy. <laughs> anyway, before I was so rudely interrupted, I'm sorry. Um, I went back in because the DVDs were the English dub, and so I was like, "Well, let's just watch that." And the English dub on Hulu isn't censored, <laughs> and so I borrowed those discs for no reason. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's like I and I don't understand why you would think they might censor the English version because. A lot of Japanese media does that. Mm-hmm. Like even Pokemon is censored in certain ways because things that are acceptable for Japanese children aren't considered acceptable for American children. Yeah. And so I thought that if anything, they would censor the English dub, but they don't. They censor the original Japanese, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense to me. They do, a, uh, at least on Death Note, they do a good job dubbing because like I thought the mouth synced up like really mm-hmm. well they do that pretty well in tokyo ghoul as well there's some that i've heard people watch they're like if you watch this anime watch the subtitle because the english dub is super corny the voice acting is yeah. horrible and stuff mm-hmm. like that but they did a great job in death note and they do a really good job in tokyo ghoul as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so much so that like i went back to make sure i wasn't like i don't know hallucinating like make sure i wasn't like uh, losing my shit and I was like it was censored right like <laughs> so I went back and watched rewatched some of the scenes and they were speaking Japanese yeah and it sounded weird to me because I had grown so accustomed to the English voices now that I was like that doesn't fit that character <laughs> and that was originally what it sounded like yeah but yeah did you watch Death Note in English or Japanese I watched it in English okay yeah hmm. yeah the Netflix version was in English so I just watched that mm. They do have an option to change it. Do they? I think so. I didn't pay attention. I just watched it in English. But, and it, I mean, it's easier to watch because I usually keep subtitles on when I watch TV anyway because I have this weird thing with my mind. It's not that I can't hear it, it's that for whatever reason, my mind doesn't comprehend it when it's just audio. Seeing it and hearing it at the same time really helps me comprehend what's going on. So I use subtitles anyway. But when it's a different language and I have to read the subtitles to even understand what's going on, I feel like I miss a lot of what's actually happening on screen. See, I do that anyway. Really? Like when you guys, because you guys have the subtitles we on everything. We always have them on. And I feel like I miss so much the movie because I'm spent there. Even though I can perfectly hear it just fine, I'm, my eyes are distracted because they're reading the subtitles that are coming across the screen and I miss what's happening. Yeah. When I was young, I hated it. But I want to say since I was like 15 16 i've always put them on and so stand them (laughs) you must hate watching tv i do i hate it (laughs) but uh i've grown so accustomed to it that i'm able to just glance down 
look at it, make sure that I'm hearing what I think I'm hearing, and then I can glance back up and I don't miss anything. See, I always wear my headphones when I watch movies and stuff, and so I can hear it perfectly just fine. Sure. But yeah, along the lines of like you wanting to learn Japanese and listening to hearing that, there's a show on Netflix called Ragnarok that's based in Norway that's all in Norwegian that you can mm. actually like have subtitles for because that's how they speak it in the in the movie. I haven't watched it yet, but actually I think it's a series. Okay. I was going to ask is if it was like what kind of yeah, like thing that's it was. like what it's actually filmed in. You can watch it dubbed, but right. It's a little weirder to watch something dubbed real. That's like, live action. Yeah, not because a they can't animate the the lips to match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, cuz they actually it's got to be kind of an exhausting process, but the anime style's perfect for it. Because there's a lot of scenes where nothing's moving except the lips mm-hmm. and they're talking. So they can just go back in, cut out the old lips, put in new lips to move at the English words instead of the Japanese words. Do they do that? Because I thought I was watching something where they said, like, they don't take the literal 100% translation. They just say something that fits the lip movement that's close to what they said in Japanese. I know. I think... It's an option. I, I think was, I, I've seen them do both. Because I was watching them do it for Pokemon, the, the girl who does Ash's voice. Mm-hmm. She was saying, like, showing how they do it, and that's okay. what she was explaining. But I feel like at some point they have to change it a little bit because I've seen sentences and heard sentences where it'll take two seconds to say it in English, but it'll take five seconds to say it in Japanese. Mm-hmm. So they at least have to have his face on screen longer yeah. or shorter to make it make sense, mm-hmm. you know? So maybe they just add words. I don't know. Yeah. And like their lips seem to move along right with the English words. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I feel like there has to be something that goes into it to try to make it match. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not in uh, animation and I wish I was. Oh, I wish I was like, I'm not a good artist. I couldn't draw, but I I I want to be a voice. actor. I could be a voice actor. I mean, we're on the radio. Dude, there's been some like really bad voice acting that we could have done a totally better job. I remember some old video games. Yeah. And the voice acting is so bad. The original Resident Evil for the PlayStation. (laughs) They are horrible. Terrible. Probably the worst of all time. Like, but that's still considered like one of the best games ever. But the game is great. Yeah. But But the the voice acting is awful. God awful. They're like, hey, you stop right there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that's not an exaggeration. It is that bad. Yeah. It's terrible. (laughs) <laughs> and I love like old games that try to translate from mm-hmm. one to another. I mm-hmm. remember there's an infamous one. I can't remember exactly what game it is. Somebody will know when they hear it, but <laughs> they translated it from some other language to English. And a villain was like, all your base are belong to us. <laughs> it was like, it doesn't translate at oh, all. It's... <laughs> I thought you meant it was the game infamous for a second. No. Oh yeah. The... How good is infamous? I like the third one. That's the only one I ever played. I've played them all, and they're just so good. They are good. Or I at like least it. the one is. Yeah, because... And you've played Second Son. That was the yeah. PS4 one. And um, it follows the basic storyline that the others do. You're this dude with powers, and you can choose whether to be good or evil, and your yeah. powers kind of advance throughout the game. Mm-hmm. And that's how it was in the first two, but you played as a different character in the first two. But 
my absolute favorite part of that game. I think we've the talked spray about painting. It. the spray painting. So good. You turn your controller sideways, and it's like you got a spray can, and you you even shake it up, and it rattles. It rattles like the bottle. And then you like pull the trigger from the side just to spray it. Oh uh-huh. my god! And you aim and you it, actually aim it like move. at the screen to make sure you spray through the stencil the right so way. So great! You either so choose cool. a good one or a bad one. That was the first thing I did. I went all over the city doing all of those before I did so anything fun. else. Oh my god! That was the best part of the whole thing. Dude, I might play that game again just. I I know. I kind of want to too now. <laughs> I don't. I, it's so well, weird. Well, that's all we have to say on that. We're going to go play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like anytime I have a chance to be good or bad, I find it so hard to be bad because mm-hmm. like I hate being like, even though it's I a hate, video game, yeah, I, I hate being an asshole. I cannot be mean. No, <laughs> I can't do it. And I really like, I need to try that. Like, cause like in mass effect, that's a big part of that too, where you can either be good or bad. And yeah. I was always, good and you and i both love the decision-based games like that oh that's the best and so but i always find myself being forced mentally to make the moral decision Mm -hmm. because i I can't be an asshole i can't be an asshole and And with games like infamous i'll play back through them a second time mm -hmm. and be the asshole yeah do you do that i think i did once before with infamous okay with games like like open world games like fallout where you can you know I don't know how much you played Fallout or if you have it all, but like you can, you know, if you, if you start killing, shooting like good people, like they will all come after you. It yeah. makes it so hard to be a bad person. And yeah, it actually makes the game more difficult because everybody starts coming at you as soon as you appear. Yeah. They're like, Oh, that guy's a dick. Let's fight him. Yeah. 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 I played a little bit of Fallout three. I don't think I quite finished it. I did like That's it, but for whatever reason, I never finished it by but, far the best one. Yeah. I remember liking it, but yeah, for whatever reason, I never played. Did you ever play the Bioshock games? I Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I ever beat the second one, but I know I beat the first one and Infinite. Yeah. Those are really good, but I think I finished the first one and I'm pretty sure I've played it through Infinite too, but for whatever reason, those really in-depth like RPG style games where you have to decide you can decide how you play the game and like what weapons you use and this yeah, that you get other. different powers and stuff yeah it's almost like too complex for me to play and it's not that i'm stupid and i can't figure out how to play it it's just like i i enjoy a more linear mm. type game that's why i really like the uncharted's the last of us series and it's like because there's a set path that you go through the game you know i would what I'm say bioshock is like that I don't think you can really go exploring in Bioshock. It's kind of yeah. It's I mean it's definitely not open world, but no. it's you're pretty much guided along to do a, do you know this certain way. Yeah, but I don't. I never know what to use because there's so many different powers and things like. Yeah, what you the, just have to you use can, whichever one seems most advantageous at that time, right? Because like each one has its benefits, especially in in Infinite that I remember. You get so many different. Like you get a burning power and yeah. like a levitating power. Yep. Also, yeah, and I never ones. knew which one because you can equip one to each hand, mm-hmm. and I never knew what to do, and yeah. I got frustrated. I would have like <laughs> some power on the left hand and like the revolver in the right hand, and then like I wouldn't have the right shit, <laughs> and so it was this whole thing. That game is so incredibly trippy, though. At the end, have you so good? Like which one? Infinite. Did you beat it? <sighs> it's been so. That was for the PS3, wasn't it? I think originally it was. Yeah. Yeah. I think they remastered it for the 4. Okay. Um, I think I had the PS3 version. But the main character, 
ends up the ba- the bad guy is the main character from a parallel universe. Whoa. And the girl that you're around with that you rescue in the beginning is actually mm-hmm. your daughter from what? a parallel universe. From, okay. Wow. Yeah. It's really weird. That's nuts. Yeah. But it's so incredibly good. Mm. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry. In oh. reverse, I guess, but it's been out Hey, uh if you heard that rewind in a parallel universe back like five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe in a parallel universe we're like big famous like podcast stars come on ty they say anything's possible but like that's a stretch you never know there's probably one universe yeah like and the, you know what okay actually you know what's insane about infinity hmm. okay so infinity is such a crazy concept so let's imagine there's infinite universes right and there's like <laughs> it's so hard to explain so i exist in this universe as a male mm-hmm. but since there's infinite possibilities there's universe where i'm a woman and or there's genders that don't even exist right here exactly because infinite possibilities there's you know so let's say in most of these universes i have two eyes mm-hmm but in like a couple universes, I only have one eye. Mm-hmm. But since it's infinite, there are infinite universes where I only have one eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's literally infinite. Yeah, it's not like, oh, well, there's only one or two universes where I have three feet. No, there's infinite universes where I have three feet. Yeah, just never ending. <laughs> it doesn't, it, it boggles the mind to of think of it that way. Every single possibility, there's infinite of those ones. Yeah, because let's say, well, okay, so... Only in 1% of the universes do I have black hair. Mm-hmm. But that 1% of infinity is still infinity. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy concept. <laughs> yeah. It, it's weird to think of it like that, isn't mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, in half the universes I'm male and half the universes I'm female. But they're both infinite. Yeah. So... <laughs> But those infinities are smaller than the infinity that includes all the universes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you can split the number, the infinity of universes in half, and I'm male in half and female in the other. Yeah. And those go on for infinity, but they're smaller than the total infinity that combines both of yeah, them. Yeah, it's still infinite, but it's smaller somehow. <laughs> but it's, an in small, it's a smaller infinity, which doesn't make any it doesn't make sense. sense. Yeah, that's one of those... One of those. It's uh, almost like a paradox. paradox. Yeah. 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 The, some infinities are bigger than others, and that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> I love. I love the idea of parallel universes, and I think at this point, like they don't, like they obviously can't confirm it, but I think mm-hmm. it's kind. I don't. I wouldn't even say it's accepted, but they say it's, it's a very pl- credible it's theory. Plausible. Yeah. Yeah, I think would be a good word. There's no way to confirm nor deny, but it's definitely plausible. There's no reason it can't be a thing. Mm-hmm. I always thought Hence the, the Mandela effect. <laughs> I always, <laughs> stop it. I always thought the most logical um, idea for the Big Bang, just the one that I like, is that uh, there was a previous universe before, and it collapsed because it got so big, and it collapsed in on itself to the singularity, in which point it exploded again. They call it the big crunch, and they say it's a possibility wow. for ours to happen again. So what makes it... Because our universe is expanding. Mm-hmm. 
so what faster ma- and faster and faster. So what would make it go back to that singularity? If it reached, like, if it somehow reached a point where it, it got to where it couldn't expand anymore, which we don't even know if that's something that sure. could happen. Right. But if it does, if it gets to that point and it would close back in on itself, maybe it got, maybe it gets so heavy or something that it just collapses in on itself again. Oh, so the mass of the universe itself. Yeah. Okay. Becomes too much for it to handle. That's interesting. And then it just kind of, so it starts to. And then it just. Close (laughs) in instead of expand. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, I mean, that's interesting. Then there's the theory that since everything's expanding and it's actually accelerating that eventually, because every single thing is getting farther away from each other Mm -hmm. and that eventually the universe will run out of heat and they call it the big freeze. Yeah. Because everything will be too far apart from each other for there to be any like suitable warmth to survive. Like That's any terrifying. life to survive. Isn't yeah. that terrifying? Yeah. <laughs> I saw a thing where <clears throat> there there's this galaxy that you can actually see with the naked eye on a clear night and it's the closest galaxy to the Milky Way. Andromeda. Yeah. That's the one. It's the name of Ma- the Mass Effect. Fourth Mass Effect. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. It's the a fourth, blah, 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 blah. The fourth Mass Effect <laughs> game. And um, so this guy said that it's actually getting closer to us. Mm-hmm. And it's getting closer to us at a super fast rate. Like, yeah. They're actually on course to collide. Like, yeah. They will collide eventually. eventually. Yeah. But it's going to take, like, I want to say billions of years with a B. Yeah. But it's funny because... This guy was saying, this is what it looks like now in the sky. And you could you could see that it was a galaxy, even with the naked eye on a clear night. And uh, But he's like, in a billion years, this is what it'll look like. And it's like bigger than the moon. You can actually see like this swirling galaxy yeah. in the sky. And that'd that be, would be, that so, would be cool. so cool. You know what's bizarre is we don't actually have a picture of our own Milky Way. Nope. Anytime you see like someone say or like see like this is the milky way yeah it's, it's just it's either a different galaxy or it's like an artist's rendition it's, it's a it's their best estimate a- estimation <laughs> it's their best estimate of what estivization emilio est- estevez yes it's the best emilio estivization of <laughs> what they think the milky way looks like like i think usually they just use andromeda because it's pretty close it's, it's also a, it's a, a spiral, spiral yeah and they just you know use it because it's easier but how yeah, how so do they crazy. know we're a spiral? Um, I'm sure they know somehow. Yeah, I'm not positive. But, and somehow they think that we're like in one of the arms. Yeah. I've showed where they're like, this is where our solar system is. Mm-hmm. And it's so, scientists in, at NASA are so fucking smart. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like our solar system is just a drop. Our entire solar system is just a drop in this gigantic universe, yeah. uh, galaxy. Yeah, our and our galaxy is a tiny little drop in the universe. Our galaxy is yeah, it's like a speck in like this even just this little section of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes me feel so insignificant. Yeah. I my parents got me this space book for Christmas one year and like yeah, it actually shows like comparable sizes like up to the known universe's size. Yeah. And it's terrifying. Yeah. One of my favorite images of all time and I was actually talking to Lexi about this uh, the other day because it came across my Facebook feed again. But however many years ago, I don't remember, but they aimed a super high-powered telescope at an area of the sky where they couldn't see anything. Mm -hmm. It looked like an empty black space in the sky where there weren't any visible stars. Yeah, there's a a name for that. It's like the big void or 
something something like that and they aimed a super high-powered telescope the most high-powered at the time i think and captured an image of what they expected to see nothing Mm -hmm. and the image came back with hundreds of galaxies galaxies yeah i know which one you're talking about and they thought there was nothing there and you see all these hundreds of galaxies and it's like holy fucking shit (laughs) and all those galaxies were like at the time though like what we see in that image, you know, are, you know, that's got to be thousands of years old. Billions. Billions of years. Yeah. Because however, however many billions and or trillions of light years away those galaxies are, that's how long it took the light to get here. I don't think it can be trillions because the universe isn't that old. I thought it was that's like. That's fair. I don't know. I think it's like 15 point some billion years old. Okay. Well, let's say however many odd billions of light years away they are. Like those galaxies that you see pictures of were probably around towards the early parts of the the universe's existence. They're definitely not in that position anymore. No. Which is so fucking weird to think of. Like we look up and see a star that's two billion light years away. Yeah. Could could already have supernova. What we're seeing is the light from two billion fucking years ago. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it could already be dead, and we wouldn't even know. All of them could be. Yeah. <laughs> Except our sun. That's the only one we're sure of. Yeah. Well, at least for the next eight minutes. Yep, we're sure of it for the next eight minutes. <laughs> Isn't that weird to yeah. think of? If like, the sun burns out, we won't know it for eight minutes. Yeah, but we just look up at the sky and just see the sun shining. Mm-hmm. It doesn't click that it takes eight minutes for the light to reach the idea that light travels is such an odd concept for my brain to understand because it's so incredibly fast you know you turn the light switch on and boop it's light and it's there but yeah you don't think about it because like you click on like a laser light and i can shine it all the way across town if it's a high-powered laser i can hit a, a building three four blocks down the road and it's a snap and it's there immediately as soon as you push it yeah but to travel across space, it actually takes time to get from one place to another. 286,000 miles per second. Excuse me? <laughs> That's like, it's insane to me. Yeah, a lot of people think light year is a, a, is an amount of time. Yeah, it's a distance. It's yeah. how long, it's how far light travels in a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that we can experience the speed of sound. Yeah, And the first time I remember experiencing it was watching fireworks as a kid. Mm-hmm. If you're far away from the firework, you'll see it explode, and then you'll hear it go off a couple seconds later. Yeah. Or even lightning and thunder. Yeah, which I never thought of necessarily at first as mm-hmm. a kid. You, you see the lightning strike, and then, it, hell, it could be 30 seconds later, depending on how far yeah. away it was, and then you'll hear the thunder. That's how they... I was always told to yeah you to count. measure how long how far away it is. I'm sure there is a mathematical way to figure that out. I think because they say like a second is roughly like a mile equivalent okay. to a mile. So you see roughly. the lightning count five seconds, hear the thunder. Oh, that was five miles away. Yeah, I'm sure it's not exact, but it's but it's a close. It's a close estimate. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, but I remember doing it with the fireworks, and I remember asking like, "Why is that happening? Mm-hmm. Like, why am I seeing it go off and not hearing it?" Yeah. And they're like, well, the sound has to travel. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to my <laughs> five-year-old brain. Like, Have you ever been to like a, a professional baseball game? Mm-hmm. 
like sit, like sitting in the outfield or whatever, and you see them swing, but you don't hear the, the yeah, you don't hear the, the crack of the bat until the, like a second later. Yeah, the ball's already in the air, and then yeah. you hear the crack. It's so weird. It's so it's weird. delayed by like half a second. And isn't it weird that our sight relies on the speed of light? Yeah. So you see that ball flying because that's how fast the light reflected off that ball and hit your eye. got back to your eye. Yeah. (laughs) It's bizarre. It's super weird. And like colors themselves, like color doesn't exist without light. Yeah. (laughs) It's like whatever color it is, that's how does it work? You're like, you have a red shirt on. Mm -hmm. So that, that fabric, that color absorbs every color except for red. Right. It doesn't absorb red. Mm -hmm. So that's what we see. And that's how it works. And like white absorbs like every none of the colors or none of them, and then black absorbs all of them. all of it. Yeah. yeah. Did you listen to the most recent Citation Needed episode? I don't think so. I no, I haven't gotten a chance. Okay. To. Well, they talk about the blackest black paint. I've seen a, a video on the guy who like he painted a whole room that. Yeah, and you can't see anything. Like he even turned on a light bulb, and you can still like only see right in front of his face. Yeah, it's it completely it absorbs. 99 point something percent of all visible light mm-hmm. so you can paint an object that color and it just becomes a void yeah and you can't see any it's so fucking <laughs> it's weird. crazy yeah they have other colors that they can well not that specifically but like i saw one on this color that's like the pinkest pink there is and yeah. like they you see it on a video but they're like what you're seeing on this video isn't actually what it looks like yeah because the, your your phone's like screen can't show this pink. <laughs> yeah, because it's like not an actual color that our TVs know. Yeah, like or our phone. Because our screens do like what is it, the red, green, and blue usually, mm-hmm. and with a mix of red, green, and blue, you can make like any color depending on how they do it. But they can't make that pure of a pink color yeah. using the red, green, and blue. <laughs> yeah, that's just bizarre to think of. Right? Isn't it crazy to think like there's probably colors out there that we oh there are don't know. There's colors that we can't perceive, or at least shades that we can't perceive. Yeah. Like, we could put two shades of orange side by side, and we're like, yeah, that's the exact same shade. But a, a different species, even a different species on Earth right now, could probably mm-hmm. tell the difference between them. Yeah. Because I've heard there are other animals that have better cones, or whatever they call it in your eye, that perceive color, and they can see more colors than we can. Hmm. I know there's there's species that can see, like, ultraviolet light, and we can't. Birds I know can see magnetism, like they can see magnetic waves in That's the air. That's so fucking weird. That's how they like know how to travel north or south. Okay, I always wondered how they knew that. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is like some how good some animals' visions are. Like they're like a hawk can see a mouse at night. Yeah, in the grass. Like <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. And you know, cats like they're. I always wondered why this was, and it makes sense. Cats are meant to see like that too, like far away, like creep, like tiny little creatures scurrying mm-hmm. around, and so they can see things far away. But like if you put a like a treat or something right in front of their face, like sometimes they'll look around before they notice where it is. Yeah, because their up close vision isn't as good. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. They're funny. They are funny. Remember when we started talking about anime at the beginning? <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, like, how the hell did we get to talking about the universe? <laughs> Ty was like. Well, we can start with anime, and but I don't know how long we'll be able to talk about that. And I'm like, don't worry, we'll we'll end up on a different subject by the oh, end of it. Yeah, that's right, because you we somehow started talking about video games, and you mentioned Bioshock, at parallel universes. Yep, and here we are. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we are interesting. Are we? Very. Okay. Yeah. There's no no doubt about At it. At least we mind. think so. Yeah. Well, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. It? Yeah. We're the only ones listening. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, listeners. We don't care what you I don't think. Don't give a goddamn. We don't do this for you. That's a joke. <laughs> that's a joke. I take it back. <laughs> uh, I mean, don't stop listening, but I mean, just know that. Just know that I don't care about yeah. you at all. Not even a little bit. Not even like the slight, not one iota. But just do keep listening. Yeah, absolutely. But we just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that, can, that can go together, right? Yes. <laughs> Because we say so. It's our show and we do what we want. Uh, I'm Ty. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right. We're we're uh we're we're spiraling. We're, we're on, spiraling. We're on social media. We are. Facebook, Instagram, uh Twitter and YouTube. That's the ones. And we're on every podcast thing that exists, we think. Yeah. Unless so. you know of some obscure ass fucking thing <laughs> where you can get podcast that we don't know of but in which case stop like oh man you guys aren't on closet door you aren't on closet door dot podcast dot net org dot <laughs> 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 gov <laughs> um but yeah we probably are on that too to be honest probably so uh yeah check us out on all that leave a comment Leave a like. comment like that, like that one guy did a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that totally real person that wasn't a bot. Yeah, <laughs> or no, it was a girl. Wasn't it was it? a. It doesn't matter. It was. <laughs> it wasn't a real human being. Ty. It was a girl's picture. It was a girl's. It was definitely a picture of a human girl in the picture. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, um, I guess that is all we have to say on that. And we will see you next time. Do you want to be in charge of the volume? I'm kinda. Yeah. Like, right. Well. What about there? Yeah, that. Well, yeah. Still too loud? No, say something. Hello. That's good. You sure? Mm, I don't know. It's still just entirely. a little too loud. Yeah. I'm, Oops, I'm, I just moved the screen. Oh. Turn down. Yeah. I think that's right where it was when we started. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a little less. Maybe. Oh, I'm no. Hearing it's crackling. Doing, yeah, it's doing the thing. God damn it. God fucking damn it. What? <laughs> no, say that again. We've done this before, I think. Really? Yeah. The the arsonist had oddly shaped feet. <laughs> it's from Anchorman. It was one of the things he was saying before he was warming up. Really? Before going on. Yeah. Why? But that's like not really hard to say, is it? I don't know. He was enunciating. He was the moving. arsonist had the oddly arsonist shaped had feet. oddly shaped feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right.